Welcome to Sleepy Head Stories today. We love to read books, be silly, and play. Me and my mommy are here every week to read you great stories that all are unique. Join us at bedtime, or bath time, or breakfast. We promise it's better than a trip to the dentist. Welcome to Sleepyhead Stories. So, if you're building a time machine, like I see you are, tell me what parts you need to make a time machine. You need um, you need saws to cut the wood, mm-hmm. and you need hammers to make the engines, mm-hmm. and you. You need, um, I think those are the only things. Saws and wood? That sounds like a good place to start building. No, 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 not, saw, not saws and wood. What did you say? I'm sorry. Oh, hammer, hammer. I said, um, I said, I said wrench and. Oh, a wrench. Okay. I, re- I said wrench and, and saw. Wrench and a saw. Cool. So Conchetta is creating a time machine. I'm still working on it. And she's still working on it, she says. And she's drawn all the plans on what it's going to look like. This is all the windows. This is the buttons and this is the wheels. Very good. A lot of windows on there so you can see, huh? And where do you want to go in your time machine? You want to go forward in time into the future? I want to go. Or into the past? I want to go back into New Jersey. Back into the past when we lived in New Jersey? Yeah. When Back you were in... a baby? No. All the way to when you were a baby? No. No? Um, where we used to live. Back to where we used to live? Mm-hmm. Do you miss it? Mm-hmm. Probably Annika's, like, in the teenager. Annika, the little girl that lived across the street? She's probably a teenager. No. she's. Not. We've only been gone about seven months. She was younger than you. She's still about close to the same age as when you left. Mm-hmm. But we'll be going back to New Jersey this summer. Wee! So you can see her and say hi. All right, guys. Conchetta's time machine. Does your time machine have a name? No. No name? No. Okay. Think about it. You need to call it something. Because basically it's like a ship. And you know how you name ships. All right. Try it. You guys try to invent your own time machines. <laughs> oh, my God. Hi. Hello, guys. Sleepyhead Stories here. And... We have a requested book tonight. And and the guy in the front, he has garbage pants. Yeah, he has garbage pan pants. Garbage bag pants. There's a guy on the cover of the book that looks like Conchetta thinks he looks like he has garbage bags on as pants. <laughs> He's really bu- puffy pants. So this was a request by one of our listener listeners out there, Sweden who we gave a shout out to a few episodes back. And we were able to get our hands on the book that she requested. We're excited to read it. We've never read it before. And the book is called 
Rosie Revere Engineer. And it's by Andrea Beattie and illustrated by David Roberts. And it looks like she's standing on the ladder and he's flying because that girl has the string. Yeah. And it says here, this is from the New York Times best-selling creators of Ada Twist, scientist, and Iggy Peck, architect. So this is Rosie Revere, engineer. 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 That's, that's a word for a car. Very good. That is a word for a car. It's like an engineer created, recreates cars, right? Here we go. Ooh, look at this. this is the story of Rosie Revere, who dreamed of becoming a great engineer. In Lilla Greer's classroom at Blue River Creek, young Rosie sat shyly, not daring to speak. Do you see Rosie in the crowd here? Yeah. Which one do you think Rosie is being shy? That's right. Very good. But when no one saw her, she peeked in the trash for treasures to add to her engineer's stash. And late, late at night, Rosie rolled up her sleeves and built in her hideaway under the eaves. What's she making? Oh my goodness, look at all this stuff. Alone in her attic, the moon high above, dear Rosie made gadgets and gizmos she loved. And when she grew sleepy, she hid her machines far under the bed where they'd never be seen. Look at all of that stuff she's created. Rockets, airplanes, all kinds of robot-looking things and machine parts. But, um, uh, why does she have corn? Corn? Where do you see? Oh, yeah, there is corn. I don't know. <laughs> good wait, 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 good wait, wait, eye. Wait. Good eye there. Is that a cookie? It's a half-eaten cookie. It's probably her snack. Maybe she, maybe she was eating the corn, too. <clears throat> when Rosie was young, she had not been so shy. She worked with her hair swooping over one eye and made fine inventions for uncles and aunts, a hot dog dispenser, and helium pants. Oh, those are helium pants, like a heat, like the balloons we have for Valentine's Day. That's why he's floating. His balloon pants. How can he be a balloon? Can I try it? Um, yeah. Uh, well, sure, we can try to make balloon pants. <laughs> okay. The uncle she loved most was Zookeeper Fred. She made him a hat to keep snakes off his head from parts of a fan and some cheddar cheese spray, which everyone knows keeps the pythons away. <laughs> Look at that silly hat. Look at that snake. <laughs> And when it was finished, young Rosie was proud, but Fred slapped his knee and he chuckled out loud. He laughed till he wheezed and his eyes filled with tears, all to the horror of Rosie Revere, who stood there embarrassed, perplexed, and dismayed. She looked at the cheese hat and then looked away. I love it, Fred hooted. Oh, truly I do. 
But Rosie Revere knew that could not be true. She stuck the cheese hat on her back of her shelf and after that day kept her dreams to herself. So she made this for him to help him keep the snakes away. But he laughed at her. Why? Well, you know, he probably thought, look at that silly hat. And, you know, she worked really hard on it. And she really did it with good intentions to help keep the snakes off his head. See the snakes on top of his head? And she, you know, it kind of made her feel bad. So she thought, you know what, I'm just not going to do things like this anymore because people laugh at me, which isn't very nice, is it? Uh -uh. No. He's a bad man. Well, I don't know that he's a bad man. He just maybe doesn't understand that. Is is that the girl when she went to a nanny? No, no, let's read. And that's how it went until one autumn day. Her oldest relation showed up for a stay. Her great-great-aunt Rose was a true dynamo who worked building airplanes a long time ago. She told Rosie tales of things she had done and goals she had checked off her list one by one. She gave a sad smile as she looked to the sky. The only thrill left on my list is to fly. But time never lingers as long as it seems. I'll chalk that one up to an old lady's dreams. So this is her great-great-aunt, Rose, who has done so many things and been all over the world. See all the stickers on her suitcase? She's been all over the world and done all kinds of things. And Rosie really likes her because of that. But the one thing she hasn't done yet is was always a dream to build an airplane and fly. See? That night, as Rosie lay wide-eyed in bed, a daring idea crept into her head. Could she build a gizmo to help her aunt fly? She looked at the cheese hat and said, no, not I. But questions are tricky and some hold on tight. And this one kept Rosie awake through the night. So when dawn approached and red streaks lit the sky, young Rosie knew just how to make her aunt fly. So, sorry guys if you heard our dogs barking. Uh, So, yeah, she's laying in bed and she thinks maybe I can help her. And then she says, no, not me. But then she stayed up all night, kept thinking, well, maybe, maybe I can help great, great Aunt Rose. She worked and she worked till the day was half gone, then hauled her cheese copter out onto the lawn to give her invention a test just to see the ridiculous flop it might turn out to be. So she's at least she's creating again, but she still kind of doesn't believe that she can really do it. Strapped into the cockpit, she flipped on the switch. The helio cheese copter sputtered and twitched. It floated a moment and whirled round and round, then froze for a heartbeat and crashed to the ground. So it did float for a minute there, huh? Mm-hmm. Then Rosie heard laughter and turned round to see the old woman laughing and slapping her knee. She laughed till she wheezed and her eyes filled with tears, all to the horror of Rosie Revere, 
who thought, oh no, never, not ever again will I try to build something to sputter or spin or build with a lever, a switch or a gear, and never will I be a great engineer. Hmm. That's not good, huh? What do you want to say? You want to say? Nothing. Oh, I thought you wanted to say something. She turned round to leave, but then great aunt, great great aunt Rose grabbed a hold of young Rosie and pulled her in close and hugged her and kissed her and started to cry. You did it! Hooray! It's the perfect first try. This great flop is over. It's time for the next. Young Rosie was baffled, embarrassed, perplexed. I failed, said dear Aunt Rosie. Said dear Rosie, not Aunt Rosie, I'm sorry. I failed, said dear Rosie. It's just made of trash. Didn't you see it? The cheese copter crashed. Yes, said her great aunt. It crashed, that is true. But first, it did just what it needed to do. Before it crashed, Rosie, before that, it flew. So her aunt laughed at first, and Rosie thought she was laughing at her again like her Uncle Fred did. But then she realized her aunt was laughing because her aunt was so happy for her. Your brilliant first flop was a raging success. Come on, let's get busy and on to the next. She handed a notebook to Rosie Revere, who smiled at her aunt as it all became clear. Life might have its failures, but this was not it. The only true failure can come if you quit. You see, her aunt told her to keep trying. She almost is there because it flew for a few seconds, but not to give up. They worked till the sun sneaked away to its bed. Aunt Rosie tied her headscarf around Rosie's head and sent her to sleep with a smile ear to ear to dream the bold dreams of a great engineer. Look at the machine they built. How cool is that? Mm-hmm. A blue, at Blue River Creek, all the kids in grade two built gizmos and gadgets and doohickeys too. With each perfect failure, they all stand and cheer, but none quite as proudly as Rosie Revere. The end. Um, why? 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 Um, why do they have adventures too? Why do they have inventions too? Okay, so this is what's going on. So remember, in the beginning of the book, everybody. Let me show you the picture, mm-hmm. and I'll explain to you guys listening. Everybody's happy. They're all reading or singing or they're doing something, right? But Rosie's just sitting there kind of shy, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe they're talking about building science projects. Maybe they're talking about what they're going to do. And she's kind of all, you know, sad and doesn't want to talk because for a long time she didn't like to do engineering stuff, right? She got kind of shy from it. Mm -hmm. But now because her aunt helped her and showed her that it's okay to fail but at least keep trying... Now she's like all the other kids, and these are all their inventions, but she was the proudest in the group because she overcame her shyness and her fear of failure, and so she's really proud of herself, super duper proud. But, but, but who is that? 
who is that guy? I don't know, but it looks like he built some spring shoes, bouncy shoes, right? She looks the beautiful first, but what is that? A scooter? A scooter? It looks like some type of scooter, huh? All kinds, and then on the back here it says, with gratitude to our parents and grandparents' generation for doing what was needed when it was needed the most. I'm going to read you a little note, okay? Wait a minute. All right, you want to go what? You have to, what, use the bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, so that was Rosie Revere Engineer. Conchetta's going to skip out for a second. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm going to just read you a quick little historical note on the back um, from something. Historical means that happened a long time ago before most of you guys were born. During World War II, this was before I was born even, millions of women in the United States, the United Kingdom, which is Britain, Australia, Canada, New Zealand, the Soviet Union, and other allied nations worked to provide the food and equipment needed for the war effort. Some worked on farms to grow food for the troops. Others built ships, airplanes, tanks, and jeeps. With the help of many women, American factories produced more than 300,000 aircraft, 86,000 tanks, and 2 million army trucks during the war. In the United States, these women were represented by Rosie the Riveter, the scarfed-wearing fictional character whose slogan was, We Can Do It. So I hope all you young girls and boys out there understand the importance of not only engineering and using your brain, but also of not giving up anytime there's a failure. It's only a chance and you're getting that much closer to a success. All right, guys, have a good night from us at Sleepyhead Stories. I'm sure Conchetta will w- wishes you a great night too. Bye. Every now and then, we get such sweet messages from loyal listeners thanking us for creating and sharing our podcast. They love letting us know how much their children and themselves are enjoying it, and they ask us to never stop making new episodes. And while we do not have any plans on stopping, one of the ways you can help support the future of this podcast is to become a supporter yourself. A lot of our spare time is spent putting this podcast together, and with the help from supporters, we're inspired to keep growing and creating more, even if it's just a small amount of money, enough to get me a cup of coffee while I edit at night. If you'd like to become a supporter, you can go to anchor.fm forward slash sleepyhead. You can start contributing an amount as small as 99 cents a month. And it truly will help with the purchase of equipment, books, web fees, and other expenses that come along with having a podcast. There is even a supporter's gift package in the works as we speak. So thanks for your consideration, guys. We truly would appreciate you becoming a supporter. Hi, guys. Corey here from Sleepyhead Stories, and I have some exciting news to share with you all. We now have our very own website, sleepyheadstoriespodcast.com. Hop on there with your parents to see things like pictures, listen to old episodes, 
purchase cool merchandise, or you can even reach out to us. And speaking of reaching out, we are now going to be giving shout outs to all our favorite listeners. Send us a message either on our website or an email to sleepyheadstories at gmail.com or a direct message on our Instagram or Facebook page, and we'll give you a shout out in the next episode. If you have a birthday coming up, let us know, and we'll for sure wish you a happy birthday on the podcast. Also, guys, if you feel to do so, please leave us a review on Apple iTunes. You can either leave us a starred review, or if you feel like it, you can write a full review out and let everybody know how much you enjoy Sleepyhead Stories. We would truly appreciate it. Guys, thank you so much. We love what we do. We love reading books, and we love sharing them with you all. Have a great day or a great night, and we'll talk to you in the next episode.